Hey y'all and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to share this conversation with you that I had with Kelsey Knutson, who is a business coach and strategist and so many other things and we get into it in this conversation. So I hope that you enjoy. Hello everyone. My name is Kelsey Knutson. I do a lot of things, but why I do it is what matters most, which is to inspire people to take action on their dreams so they live a life with purpose. And I do that through my podcast when I grow up, my coaching, and this amazing in-person business community I have accidentally built within the last year-ish, six months. And ultimately, I'm just here to share through my experience, um, mostly business owners, how to take action what steps to take. If you have a big dream of starting a business, pivoting, it can be intimidating to know where to put your energy and how best to do that. So I really love helping people step into that. And I've had, I'm like an onion. Like I've, I have many layers to me. I've done a lot in my short life and I'm just here to share all of that and happy to be here with Robin on her podcast. So that's me. Thank you so much. I love that. Okay. So I'd love to just kind of, um, get to know you as, as far as like, where did you grow up? How was your childhood? Like, do you have brothers and sisters, like paint that picture for me, just because I think it forms so much of like how we live out our lives. Oh, a hundred percent. So I grew up in a town slash city called Puyallup, Washington. It's in Washington state. I've learned I had to say that now. And (laughs) it's where the state fair is, which is really funny because my parents are like total city people that like I they asked me what car I wanted when I was of that age. And I said a truck and they thought I was adopted because they're like, who are you? And you listen to country music, you are not us. Like my family, Motown, city people, just so not those people. I have a younger sister and I'm a Leo. I'm an Enneagram eight. I just come out with it. Like I just, Mm -hmm. I came out, my mom jokes, I came out of her body, like talking with a full head of hair, like let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And that theme has for sure shown up in my life in multiple ways. So that's where I grew up. I went to college in Eastern Washington. So eight miles from the Idaho border. If you've been to Washington state, that's, it does, even though it's the same state, it's very different from the area I grew up. And then now I'm back on the, what we call the West side. So closer to the Seattle area. And yeah, I'm still here. I'm down to move, but I've stayed in Washington. Life has kept me here so far, but love to travel and would be up for an adventure if it were to happen. Awesome. Yeah. So what did you want to be when you grew up? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked that question. I, me, wanted to be at the time, like, um, editor of a fashion magazine, which is hilarious. Cause right now I'm wearing like a sweater and a headband, but I'm for sure wearing sweatpants that you can't see right now. And ah. I rarely wear makeup now, but at the time I was obsessed with what is devil wears Prada. Like that was yes. like my dream job. Like I was like, that's me, the high heels and just being like the fullest bossiest woman ever. That's what mm-hmm. I envisioned for myself. And then I took one of those, what are you going to do with your life tests you take in, I think junior high, high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it said, it said I should be a funeral home director. I'm like, what question (laughs) did I answer that pointed in that direction? None of my friends got that answer. So that was really confusing as a teen tween trying to decide what to do. (laughs) I'm not surprised with what I'm doing now, but my journey here definitely took some, you know, some like windy roads, if you will, to get to this point. So 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I also um, thought I wanted to be in fashion. So I actually have a fashion degree and, um, and then I went into HR and I've (laughs) been spending the last 10 years in HR. So just crazy the way that things take you. And I've learned so much, but I'm like, okay, like what's next? Um, I did open an online boutique. So that was fun for a couple of years, had to close that down. Um, but I've always been passionate about just encouraging women. And so that was like the goal for the boutique was like, feel beautiful on the inside and outside. Um, and so that's kind of why I started this podcast. I'm like, I can still like share stories and get the message out there, but I don't have to necessarily sell clothing to do that. And I'm like, and I don't even know if that was really even the right thing, but that's a little bit about me. Um, I'd love to just hear, how did you see you were like working a nine to five, like in the grind. And then you decided that wasn't for you. Like walk us through like what, like what steps did you take or how did you discover that that, that wasn't the right path for you? I am like a phenomenal quitter. Like I am so good at quitting and I'm good at that because I, I have the ability to know myself enough and have that gut check to be like, is this really in alignment with where I want to go? Yes or no. And I, I'm like, fearless but cautious like i'm not someone who's just gonna full-on go for it i need to have a little a little bit of what's on the other side planned out but i just knew for me so to give some context it was a position that was two part-time positions to create a full-time position and half of my job i loved it was like dream job i was working with startups i was actually doing business consulting and the other half was an admin position And it's interesting. I had two different bosses and just the way that's, that's not setting anyone up for success. And I remember we were pitching a company to bring me full-time into my dream job and we got denied. And I was like, God's telling me straight up, this is not where I'm meant to be (laughs) because I, I was commuting, you know, hour 15 each way, not making good money and really being held back from my full potential in this job. And I knew it just wasn't, I was dreading going to work. I wasn't excited anymore. I wasn't giving my best self to this company. And so that's when I was like, well, I already do hair on the side. It all started very organic. I was in a sorority in college would do people's hair. And then more and more people would just ask, um, just not cutting and coloring, but styling it for things. And that's when I was like, well, I want to have my own business. I already do hair. I'll just go to school for that and get like legitimate. So that way I can actually do a business out of it. So for me, it felt like the easiest step into entrepreneurship that I was already kind of walking down that road. And I'm thankful because learning how to run a business from the ground up by myself has made me a way more effective coach now than with whatever the heck I was doing before that time. I have a degree in entrepreneurship. I should add that into this story because that is relevant, but that personal experience, I think really like, um, kind of catapulted my my career and what I do now. And then I had a salon for a while and then I closed that. So like I said, I'm really good at quitting. I think um, it's good to be able to be self-aware and know when it's time, or also maybe you need to actually sit down and just eat your vegetables. Like you've just been over here eating dessert only and wondering why you're hungry. And sometimes there's a time in a season where it's just recalibrating your current circumstance to better align. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to leave. So I'm passionate about both of those because I've walked that walk multiple times. Yeah, for sure. That's so cool. Um, so, you know, you talked about your why, so tell, tell the audience, like, why is it so important to understand your why and how does that really play out in your life and in what, you know, your dreams or goals could be? Oh my gosh. Yes. I think now just with social media, 
and I'm going to speak specifically to coaches, but I do think this applies to anyone. There are so many people out there that are going to shove a solution down your throat that you think solves the problem. So the analogy I like to use for this is it's like picking a form of transportation. Okay, I am going to surf. My modem of transportation is surfing and then picking your destination. My destination's Antarctica. You can't get there by surfboard, but so many people get obsessed with the specific how or the offer or what, you know, if it's a course or whatever that thing is, people assume if I just obsess with how I get there first and then I try to force it to get me where I want to go, you're setting yourself up for failure. So knowing your why is saying, hey, Kelsey, I actually want to go to Tahiti and then picking the best mode of transportation that will get you there. And that's why it's key. It's going to save you time. It's going to save you money. And it's also going to keep you on course and keep you focused to make sure where you land actually feels good and is actually where you want to be in the long term. How we get there actually doesn't really matter. And that's something I got wrong. I I, when I transitioned from hair into coaching, I built a beautiful course quietly in the background, launched it and made $0. So I have lived this. This is why I, I share this information. Cause I think a lot of people, like I said, they get obsessed. I'm just going to make a YouTube. YouTube is it for me. I'm just going to live stream YouTube. And it's like, but why are you doing it? What's your goal with it? And then come to find, Ooh, maybe you should just start an in-person networking group that actually gets you to your why quicker. And maybe that can happen down the road. But I think just flipping the script in that way is going to lead to more success and fulfillment at the end. Yeah. I love that. Um, here recently, like what's been showing up for me is just that it's that not obsessing over exactly what it's going to look like, you know, or overanalyzing exactly what it, that path is going to lead you towards and being more open to the journey and, um, and just allowing things to come in that are right for you at that time. It's it, I don't know. It's very hard for me to let go of that control of like, I want to plan everything out and I want to know like what's going to happen. And you just can't do that all the time. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I, I kind of, uh, visualize it as mapping out that end destination and then putting up the guardrails. So that way you're able to still stay on course, but it gives you the freedom to like, maybe, you know, maneuver through the course without totally going off topic. Because I also think just with how much information we have thrown at us and experts in industry, there's a lot of distraction out there. And at the end of the day, you have to remember some of these people giving you this advice run businesses. I have a business. I'm here to support and I'm going to be honest if I think my offer can help people. But Gary V runs a business. Tony Robbins runs a business. Instagram is a business. And the business is get more people on here more. And so the advice they're giving is going to serve them. And I think that's what I want people to take away from this is you you have to know your why so that way you don't get distracted by all the noise and you can stay focused on the action steps that will actually move you forward. And then oh, yeah. me as a coach will be very happy for you because then you're actually achieving your goals. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, so one of your big things is, you know, the power and community. So can you talk a little bit about like what you've seen? And you said recently you've had kind of in-person events, like talk through what that's been like. <laughs> yeah, I, I am constantly seeking out people to serve different roles, almost as like my board of advisors, like organic board of advisors. So what I want you to know here is touchy subject. Sorry, mom. But sometimes the people closest to you aren't actually the right person for that type of role. Sometimes yeah. the people closest to us are either too, they have like their rose colored glasses on and they just think we're awesome <laughs> and they can't provide that like 
tough, hard love that we need, or they don't see the vision at all. And they kind of are constantly bringing us down. And I've experienced both personally in my life. So if you don't have those people who can provide the perspective you're needing, you have to seek them out. And that's something that has been consistent throughout my life. I am always looking for people who are further down the road. At this juncture, I'm looking through and meeting with podcast hosts that are monetizing and growing and scaling to turn the podcasting business, which Robin, it's a ton of work. Your audience has no clue how much work you put into this thing, but it's a business, <laughs> especially if you want it to be that it can be that, but you have to treat it that way. So I'm looking for people who have been there, done that in my coaching business. I'm looking for people who are working with six and seven figure earners because I'm, I'm entering into that world and I want to find more of those clients. So mm -hmm. seeking out almost your board of advisors is something I naturally do. And I realized through conversation, not everyone does that and people are intimidated. And I'm, I will, I straight up when I went to hair school, Googled best salon in Seattle and just blindly emailed people who I had never met and said, Hey, I'm about to enter school. I would love to pick your brain, learn how I can best position myself for when I'm done with my schooling to get my dream job. And a lot of people didn't respond, but some did. And the people who did really helped shape my career. So my advice being seek those people out. And the whole reason I started a group was to just make that easier. <laughs> oh, it so launched cool. in, um, February was our first event, February, 2022. Currently it's October, 2022, as we're recording. February was our first event. It was very kind of, it's called boss up. It was all about just coming together as business owners and community. And it's since evolved and grown into like an actual networking group where you commit, you show up, you're on our website, we highlight you. And the coolest part is watching such a range of industry come together and cheer each other on, you know, businesses that have been in business for 10, 15 years who are successful are asking advice from someone who's a year or two into business, who's figured out TikTok and they're able to support mm -hmm. each other in a way that I don't know that they would ever come into that room together. So it's in person, it's in Washington state. I'm sorry for people listening that may not apply to you, but we might have goals and dreams of growing it to other states. So it's just yeah. been a gift and fun to be a part of. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. And it's, it's the, um, the, the empower PNW, is that what that's yeah. called? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So we empower PNW is the name of it. The shorthand is MPW, EMPW is what we kind of call it affectionately. And yeah, I have two co-founders that started it with me and are part of it as well. One is in real estate, one's a loan officer, and there's no way I could do it without them. So also find your people. This is an idea that I'd been sitting on for a while and I am not an events person. Like I'm the friend who forgets to bring food. Like I am, I, I will bring the energy, but I will not bring <laughs> the best food. And I just know that about myself. So I had to, to seek out the uh, people who yeah. could fill in my weaknesses. That's so funny. I'm always the rolls and drink girl. Like, you know, to these dinners, I, I'll bring the rolls and the drinks because I don't, <laughs> I don't talk and I don't bring anything. Very good. Yeah. So I'm like, yep, that's <laughs> And then I'll probably forget something too. So yeah, totally. Oh, I love it. Um, okay. Not related to the business, but I saw that you did 75 days hard. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We should talk That's about a commitment. It. Yeah. <laughs> what, I should talk about it. Cause it changed my life. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Tell me like, how, what, how did you get started with that? Um, well, my boyfriend actually told me about it. A friend was doing it. He was like, have you heard of this thing? And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And it, I mean, if you know me, I am I grew up dancing. I then cheered in high school. And then I found the gym. I joke that like 
I wanted to break up with the pancake butt and just get a little more muscle. So I, I know how to lift kind of, but I wasn't in a consistent routine. And the biggest thing with being an online business is finding time for you and prioritizing you. It is so easy to work. I feel like I'm working more than ever because it's just so easy to be like, oh my gosh, I'm working. I'm on Instagram and I'm DMing with people. That's work. And it's very easy to just get in that rhythm. So for me, hearing about 75 hard, it was like the perfect discipline and format for me to just reprioritize myself. And so I just decided, let's see, what day was it? It was May 13th. I have it written up here, May 13th, 2022. And I was just, I was actually going to start on a Monday and Sunday I wake up and it's raining. And I was like, and part of it, you have to walk outside. And I was like, today's the day. Like there's no, like the whole point of this thing is there is no perfect time. It is an inconvenience. And I'm just going to put on the rain boots and go out and do it right now. And so I started on a Sunday. I completed it on my first try, which apparently is not very common. And, um, yeah, it, it totally changed things for me, but I'm great. I have not, um, continued this. There's like multiple steps to it. After that, I was done. There's some things I still do, but I'm kind of itching to do it again. Cause it's just, it's a really good kick in the pants and it's forced prioritization of all the different parts of your life, especially as an entrepreneur, I highly recommend. Yeah, that's awesome. So what's the biggest takeaway you said it changed your life? Like in what aspect? <laughs> well, then I did some podcast episodes about it and then they reached out to me and now we're working together. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so that was again, life-changing and that lesson to me is just, you don't know who's paying attention. So continuing to show up, even if it feels like you're not making progress, I've now have that literally happen to me. Um, I use it in my coaching as a tool to communicate the need to put yourself first. And then for me, one of the, I, wow, I just got a text from one of my clients in all caps. I just got out of my own way. Sorry. That just is really cool. That like made my day. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Um, She had a little homework piece from our last call. So apparently she did it good for her anyways. So the things after the 75 hard experience, I kind of like assessed what core things are actually like, cause it's not sustainable folks. It's two 45 minute workouts a day, one outside, one inside. If you choose to do this, everyone around you will be affected. It is a huge commitment. But from that, I kind of sat down and was like, okay, what pieces of this actually continue will continue to help serve me? What one's not so much? So the reading I still do, um, trying to drink more water, though the gallon is hard, but I definitely need to beef that up again. So like I said, I'm probably going to do 75 again. And then what else do I do? It changed my relationship with drinking. Um, Cause you part of it, 75 days, not drinking. And yeah, I think just having that check-in, if you are going to do it after and being like, you know, what stays, what gets to stay and why now yeah. if you are going to do it, have a good mindset going in, be realistic and kind with yourself. My outside workout was a walk. I was not in it for six pack abs. Um, but that being said, it, of course, like your body's going to change when you're doing yeah. something that intense and then just pushing through the hard stuff. It taught me that I'm really strong and I can do anything. I love that. That's so cool. I've, I keep seeing things show up about it and I'm like, "Hmm, that's interesting, but I haven't committed yet. So yeah, I did it by myself, which is not like me. (laughs) So like, I'm not, I I don't mind being alone, but I'm kind of surprised. I just went for it the way I did, but I really needed it at that time in my life. And if I were to do it again, I just think it would be more fun to find Mm -hmm. someone to do it with me and have that accountability check-in. 
Yeah, for sure. But like what a like transformation and just testament to how hard, you know, what a hard worker you are and like you are an achiever and you want to go after it and get it no matter what, like if nobody else is doing it with you. So that's cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, so this podcast is all about just being courageous, going after your dreams. Um, even though, you know, you have fears and doubts. So can you share a little bit about maybe, you know, the, the fears and doubts that you've had along your journey and kind of how have you shifted into courage in those moments and, and not let allowed fear to kind of hold you back? Wow. Okay. This may be an answer that you and people who know me would not expect, but I recently read, reread Start With Why by Simon Sinek, which is why I came right out the gate with that statement. What a lot of people don't know is there's a second part where you have someone sit across from you and hear all of your stories, your highest highs, your lowest lows, and what are the common threads throughout that? And then with that, you end with your why statement, which is what I read to all of you in the beginning. They come, The person kind of facilitating comes up with one for you, you come up with one for you, and then you work together to find out what fits. And what I learned through that experience, though, on paper to inspire people to chase their dreams sounds so positive and fulfilling. Mm-hmm. But for me, it comes from a deep, deep, deep level of actual fear, fear that I will have regret in life. I am so obsessed with not living a life with regret. And it comes from my family and their trauma and a lot of like, oh, you know, I wish I would have X, Y, Z. I mean, I have so many stories. I love my mom so much, but of things that she wishes she would have done or holding on to a past moment like forever and ever and like bringing it back up all the time. And a lot of unfortunate loss that we've been through as a family. I mean, we're walking through that season literally right now. I just recorded a reel about this. I said goodbye to my grandpa this week and like, thank you. And so this um, push and drive, I think a lot of people who on the surface seem like really ambitious, really brave, really strong are actually incredibly fearful on the inside. And I didn't even realize that was me. So I felt like I had to say that today because I think a lot of people may not even realize they're like, it's a protection mechanism from themselves. Mm -hmm. So A, I have to say that. And then how do you walk through those tough seasons? It's first of all, giving yourself grace that that's okay. What you're feeling is okay and valid. And you need to just sometimes feel it and be having the tools in your tool belt to kind of recalibrate, reassess and figure out how to walk through and work through and what you actually need. And then the confidence to communicate that too. And from a more business kind of just trying new things, putting yourself out there perspective. If it feels just a little bit scary, you should probably do it. A great example being, you know, I, I write down my goals every day. I write down five things I'm super grateful for. I write down 10 goals in past tense as if they're already a reality. And then I always write down one daily focus. And one of the goals I wrote down, I still write down every day is I host an in-person retreat. And I've been writing that down for over a year, every day for over a year. And this woman approached me to co-host one together. She come up, She comes up to me, Kelsey. I'm, I'm a retreat host. This is what I do yoga and hiking retreats. And I really want to come alongside you and host one in Mexico and my fear, like my anxiety, I was in target pacing around. I like, so remember (laughs) I'm sweating and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to pay for this? What if people don't buy tickets? Like my fear flags are just flying. And she called me on my stuff 
and was like, you're the one that told me you write this down. Here I am coming to you, silver platter. This is what I do for a living. And I hung up the phone that day. I come home, I tell my boyfriend and I'm like, this opportunity happened. I don't know if I can take it. Like that's big liability. If people don't show up, I don't make money. I put all this energy into something. And he was like, are you a crazy person? Like, this is what you want. It's coming to you. And that fear means you should do it. And he's right. He's right. So perfect example of like when you have just, and it's just a little bit like it's on that edge, right? Like it's like right before you jump, whether it's in a pool or whatever you're jumping off of, it's that little moment of like, go for it, go for it. Like, because like so much magic exists on the other side of that. And even though the retreat is happening in March, 2023, but just even just saying yes, it's like the floodgates were opened and my world has changed too with that. And so I encourage people to just have the tools to process through the hard, but also the the bravery to just take that little teeny tiny step, especially if your gut is telling you like, my life can change. And what that really is saying is old you doesn't get to come with like you're changing and evolving, whatever you're going to step into, you're leveling up like your little baby Mario and you're going to become super Mario and (laughs) just be okay with that and own it. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. It's so important for people to hear that. Um, and, and, and I think people need to hear it in different ways and multiple times and over and over and for them to actually believe it, you know? Yeah. And I, think I still takes, need to hear that. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes absolutely. Yeah. And it takes like just starting, just taking some sort of action to validate yourself and know that like you are capable of this. So yeah. that's so cool. I love that so much. Anything else that you want to share? Yeah, I, I want to speak to the person who is feeling stuck, overwhelmed, maybe has a big dream that feels just completely out of reach. And I want yeah. you to put down the YouTube and the Instagram and the comparison that you are holding yourself to these other people who are already doing the thing. And I want you to go to KelseyMarieKnutson.com slash pivot and walk through this exercise. It's a video with a worksheet that you can download. And it's all about that moment where you know you want more or different than you currently have. And it doesn't matter if you're in your nine to five wanting to start a business or you're in business and maybe you just wanna adjust what you're doing. Doesn't matter where you're at, you're just stuck. And this is literally what I do. And obviously I've done it multiple times, but this is my exact process of how I, how I know where I want to go, what destination am I aiming towards? And it actually will help walk you through what steps will help you get to where you want to go. A lot of people, like I said, they start here and now, and they just start to take steps sometimes in the wrong direction. So we start by planting the flag at the end destination and working backwards together. And then you'll be in my circle and I can help support you in whatever that looks like. But I just think it's a great resource I've built. I need, I still revisit constantly. And I'd love for your listeners to go take advantage of it and go do it. And I will help support you. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'll make sure to link that in the show notes as well so that they have easy access to that. Um, Can you share a little bit more about your coaching? There's lots of different, it seems like there's lots of different options that you got, that you have and you offer. So I'd love to just share a little bit more about that work. Yeah. Thank you. So like I said, I built a course, no one bought it. And it's because no one knew, everyone knew me as Kelsey, the hair salon owner. They did not know me as Kelsey, the coach. So the course still exists and it's amazing, but I have grown and evolved a lot just in the last year and a half since I've been officially doing this full time. So I have everything from a course after that um, workbook, like I mentioned, it's totally free and it's fantastic. Lots of value. I actually have a lot of my coaching clients go through that process before we start. So I have things that can help you literally start a business, 
It's a four week self-paced course to do it on your own time called Start Smart, all the way up to group coaching, masterminds, and one-on-one. And right now I'm really pushing the mastermind that I'll be rolling out in the new year that exists in my brain. And with private conversations I have, if you Google it, there is no information about it yet, but it's coming. It's called the CEO Roundtable, And I just, I really love people. I love helping business owners step into the leadership role they need. I also have a passion for anyone who's doing anything in business, but I know my capacity is only so big. So if you're needing a specific piece of business help, I highly recommend checking out my podcast. And for those that don't know, a podcast is like Google. So if you just kind of search different topics, you can find different shows that help with that, those specific things. If you need a hype woman, someone to just cheer you on, Instagram's a great place to go. And then if you're wanting to roll up your sleeves and get to work on a specific piece within your business, my website has all the different ways that we can work together specifically. But those are the things I'm kind of pushing and running towards currently. Awesome. It was so great to talk to you. And I just look forward to like keeping this connection. And, um, you know, if there's anything I can do to help support you and your business, I'm happy to help. Take care. Awesome. Thanks, Robin. Okay. I am so inspired by Kelsey and her story and her perseverance to continue to show up as her authentic self and help others do the same and truly to live a life that is meaningful and that you leave your legacy, you know, that's just so important. Um, so thank you all so much for listening. And if you are enjoying the podcast, I would love if you could leave a rating and review and share with a friend. Thanks y'all. Bye.